Hello, everyone. Welcome back to High Scores and High Spots, your podcasting home for all things professional wrestling and video games. I am Ryan. With me, as always, is my co-host, my older brother, Nathan. Yeah, we're going to talk some talk some Raw. We're going to talk some NXT. What an NXT. It was a, it was a strange one. It definitely was. Uh, plus, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, Crown Jewel because uh, got some controversy brewing over there in the Middle East. And we're going to kick things off today, though, I think, with video games. Yeah. Uh, not a lot. A uh, little bit of things to talk about. Um, the big one, Nathan, being the PlayStation VR 2 release date and price has been announced. And yeah. oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy indeed yeah this is uh this is interesting we you know good news is you don't have to wait very long yeah uh it comes out on feb in february uh of 2023 so you don't have to wait very long at all uh pre-orders start next week there you go or two weeks from but, now so but the kicker is the price now there was a lot going into this console. We are in this Not accessory. Yeah, it's an accessory. It's an accessory. There was a lot going into it because it was, you know, it's supposed to be even better than the Quest Two. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be pretty high tech. And apparently, that high tech comes at a cost because this thing cost five hundred and fifty dollars. Yes, five fifty. That's more than what the console costs right now, the PS Five. Uh, and you have to have the PS Five to run the PS the the VR. So, yeah, that's over. That's over a thousand bucks, there, buddy. Uh, yeah. Considering the most expensive Oculus is four hundred dollars or five hundred dollars, and that's uh, you don't need anything else to go with it. That's it's a hefty price to play some. I mean, yes, there's going to be some exclusives, um, in this on this P- PlayStation VR two, but you've already dropped, you know, a good penny on a PS five, and now you're expected to drop five hundred and fifty more dollars for the VR. I, I don't know. That's 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 a lot of money. It is. For just something that's not, because the quest, you know, it's expensive too. Um, you know, four hundred bucks, whatever, you know. But it's its own thing. You don't need anything to go with it. You don't have to. You don't need a computer. You don't need a system. It's its own thing. It's its own console. So, I feel what a little better about dropping, you know, four hundred, five hundred bucks for for a be Oculus because it's its own thing. It's it's standalone. You don't need anything to go with it. But if I'm dropping five hundred fifty dollars on something that I have to have a PlayStation Five to use. God, that's I mean that means you're putting in close to a thousand dollars for this console. Yeah. Oh, over a thousand. Over a thousand for this console. That's that's crazy. <laughs> that's that is insane. Um yeah, I feel like we have jumped the shark when uh when accessories for consoles are more expensive than the console. Uh you could also they also announced that they're gonna have its own because I guess uh, you use you charge the the um the controllers using the USB ports on your PS5. 
Um, this is how you yeah. charge these controllers. Apparently, they have they're selling its own dock that you can your you can charge your, your controllers on. It's another additional fifty bucks. So yeah, that's make insane. it six hundred dollars if you want the VR two and the charging dock. That's outrageous. Uh, they also announced some games that are coming uh, after the fall, a post-apocalyptic co-op shooter. Uh, they're the ones that made Arizona Sunshine. It's coming. Cities VR Enhanced Edition. Um, it's an improved version of the VR edition of Cities Skyline. I don't know why you'd want to play Cities Skyline in VR. I really don't know what the, like... Yeah, it's like playing, like, uh, Sim City in VR. It, it, it would be like, yeah, I don't get the point of that. That game is not a VR game. I like that game, but I would have no desire to ever play that in VR because it's not a game that would look... I don't think it'd look cool in VR. You're not actually building the buildings or anything. Yeah. Uh, but that's coming on February 22nd, uh, which would be about close to launch. Cosmosius... Cosmonius High. Um, it's a like a... Restore an alien high school. Across... It's simulation game. It is. It's made by the makers of Job Simulator. So, well, that's great. Uh, Crossfire Sierra Squad, a VR person shooter, first person shooter from the Crossfire franchise. The Dark Pictures Switchback VR, a roller coaster VR horror action shooter. <laughs> okay. Hello Neighbor Search and Rescue. I think they're still making games about Hello Neighbor. Uh, Popular, Ryan, I guess. I thought that thing died. <laughs> uh, Jurassic World Aftermath Collection uh, would be an enhanced bundle of parts one and two of the Jurassic Park survival action game. The Light Brigade, a roguelike first-person shooter. Pistol Whip, the acclaimed rhythm action game, is enhanced. So that's just a game that they've already made. They just enhanced it. Tentacular. I thought that said, like, testicle for a second. Um, <laughs> solving physics-based puzzles as a giant adorable kraken. And Zenith The Last City, a VR MMORPG. I don't think I've ever heard the words adorable giant kraken yeah, that's... before in my life. Um, are, are kraken adorable? I, I, I guess they are here. Uh, again, uh, PlayStation VR 2 is not backwards compatible, so you cannot play any of the VR 1 games on the PlayStation Damn. VR 2. What? That's a bunch of crap. So right again, there. I mean, I'm I... expected to drop $550 and then I'm going to have to buy a whole bunch of new games because my other games aren't going to work on it. I get why they did it because they don't want they don't want the old games because the old games are dated. They don't yeah. they don't look good. That's why they're so enhancing everything. Yeah, so you don't want the old games to be on there making it look bad. I, I get it. But damn. You're paying all that money and Ah, I I don't know. That's 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 a stick for me. I can't do it. No way. I could never, never pl play uh pay for a PlayStation VR. Nope. Yeah, that's it's the overall. I think the overall feeling on the internet most most people is that it's a little bit too expensive. Um, and again, not being backwards compatible and all that, and the <laughs> amount of games that are coming with it don't. I mean, there's not a lot of. I mean, of that list I just read off. It doesn't. I mean, I know there's other ones, but that's not a good. Uh, you know, not not. I wouldn't wouldn't get these games. <laughs> uh, again, there's probably going to be more. You know, there is going to be the Horizon. Uh, 
Call of the Mountain game, which is going to be like the first-person Horizon spinoff, uh, which is going to be in VR. So, you, I mean, there's going to be some VR games, but I just don't know if it's worth it to me. Uh, if, if you've got the money, I guess, cool, go ahead. But uh, to me, it does not seem worth it at all. And there's yeah. a lot of money going on for something that I think – I mean, I know people have their reserve reservations about Meta. Uh, but the Quest, in my opinion, is a very good VR headset. Uh, it's more affordable. A lot of the games are going on both. And uh, I just, I feel like it's, you know, you don't have to have any other console. You just, you just have it. You can do it by itself. You don't have to have a PlayStation to use it. So. All right. All right, Ryan. Uh, let's move on to another story. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, you know, the remake has been out. Or the new uh, one. I don't, is it a remake or is it just like a new? I have no idea what they're doing with Call of Duty anymore. It's, it's a remake. It's a remake. And uh, let's see. Uh, see. Let's see what some of the reviews are here. On is, is it getting? Is it getting a good review or is it? Uh, um, is it falling short? Oh, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's uh, it's a Call of Duty game. It's uh. You played, yeah, one, you played one. You yeah. played one. You played them all, honestly. Absolutely. Uh, it's it's. It, I I mean, it looks pretty, but it's a newer game, so of course it's going to be pretty. Um, well, it, Ryan, it, it is the highest selling Call of Duty of all time. I was gonna say it launched on October twenty eighth and earned eight hundred million dollars in revenue in its first three days, setting a new record for the Call of Duty series. That's crazy. So there you go. Um, wow. yeah, as GameSpot put it, uh, Call of Duty Warfare 2, it's the new COD, same as the old COD. Um, yeah, it's the same. I mean, like I said, if you've played one of these Modern Warfare games, it's the same game, they, they have not changed much about these games. Uh, but again, it's gonna keep selling. Uh, for some reason, people just keep buying Call of Duty. Even though they don't change, it's like Madden. They just they don't change much. They add like one new feature, and everyone buys it because it's like the only really good shooter out there. Um, ball out, or uh, Battlefield's there, but it, it it doesn't live up to what Call of Duty does, and so that's why people keep buying it. So I I can't believe it sold that. I mean, I figured it would be like a good like it would sell a lot. I really didn't expect it to be that much. <laughs> uh. When I heard when I saw that stat, I was like, "Well, that seems kind of uh, that's crazy." I didn't expect it to be this this high selling, but yeah, good for them, I guess. I mean, that's it's a good, it's just a big game, and uh, they're selling a lot, so um, cool. Again, I I don't know if I'll play. I haven't played a Call of Duty game in uh a very very long time, um, and so uh, I I don't expect to play this one. Um, I was a big fan of the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. That was like my favorite game. Uh, but I just don't think I can if jump it, back. If it goes on sale, I might jump in. Or, you know, whenever whenever it, uh, you know, when this acquisition of uh, Microsoft, you know, if it goes to Game Pass, then I might do it. Yeah, maybe if it uh, ever goes on Game Pass, I might check it out. But. All right, uh, let's go to uh, got any more stories for video games before we jump um, to wrestling? Games? Well, I've got a game. Uh, I got news on the Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope DLC that's going to be coming out um, sometime soon. Um, 
That game just came out. Ubisoft has provided details yeah, about its post-launch plans. Um, it'll be uh, it's coming in 2023, so it's it's, it's oh, going to okay. be titled oh. The Tower of Doom. That is Doom with like five zeros. The Tower of Doom. You mean five O's? O's. Yes, the zeros. <laughs> um, the one thing about this though, Nathan, is you will um, you will apparently have to be. Uh, a part of their season pass. No, I didn't do that. So, so the oh, second and third DLC packs will be able to be purchased separately, but the Tower of Doom will only be available with the game's $30 season pass. So if you don't have the season pass, you will not be able to play the Tower of Doom. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I yeah, when you, when you put, <laughs> put it in the Ubisoft game, Huh? Whenever you load it up, it yeah. asks you to do that, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm good." <laughs> um, so that's going to be coming mid 2023. They're going to have a new planet or or in a new like boss, I guess, as a part of DLC, right. and then DLC three Rayman's joining the team apparently. Oh hell yeah! Rayman, oh. Rabbit Peach, and Rabbit Mario embark on their own adventure. So DLC three apparently will have Rayman. So that's going to be probably pretty cool. Damn it! Now they might now they might hook me. And that would be coming in late 2023. But again, the first DLC, the Tower of Doom, is only available. DLC 1 is only available on Season Pass. So if you didn't get it like Nathan did, I guess you just will never get to play the Tower of Doom. Oh, okay. What else you got, <laughs> Doom? <laughs> um, Netflix has bought another company. Another right. uh, another video game company. They have bought Spry Fox. Um, I'm not sure of any of the games they made, but uh, they made such games as Triple Town, Alpha Bear, and Cozy Grove. Sounds like a bunch of cell phone games. But uh, so Netflix did acquire them. So I uh, they are getting into the. They're getting serious about this about this video game stuff. They're uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. But that's that. Yeah, we'll see. That happened. Um, I I don't expect much out of Netflix gaming. Until they get like a big like actual instead of these mobile games, if they get it like an actual game game, then I'll you know check it out. But uh, until then, right. I have no faith in this. Uh, other than that, uh, it's about all I saw today. Um, the 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 November uh, Amazon Luna free games are available now. We talked about those like a week, two weeks ago or so. Yeah. Um, so those are officially yeah. out now. If you have Amazon Luna, you can. Yeah, if you want to play some games from like seven years ago. Yeah, like All right. Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> oh no, that's like twelve years ago. <laughs> All right, let's get into <laughs> let's get into some wrestling here, Ryan. Let's first talk about uh, first. Let's talk about Saudi Arabia. Yeah, so shit's going down. Uh, we know this is talk. why you don't go. This is why you don't go to places yeah. that you know. Have a, a history of uh, conflict. We normally don't talk world events on this program, and we usually don't talk about what's going on in the world, but this is serious because it does involve WWE. Um, apparently... <laughs> whoa, whoa, time out. <laughs> Did you just say this is serious because it involves WWE? I said this is serious and it involves WWE. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say because. Um, okay. But on Tuesday... Um, the Wall Street Journal reported that the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia has shared intelligence with the United States about a warning of an imminent attack from Iran on targets in the kingdom. 
Um, it, it's apparently everyone's on elevated high alert. This is not the best time because WWE is currently on the way to Saudi Arabia. The plane was leaving today. Um, yeah. So they're going to set foot in Saudi Arabia right when there could be an attack. Um, Lovely. So and yeah, a real attack. Not, not, yeah. So uh, obviously WWE is monitoring it and uh, I, I'm assuming they're going to have the highest security possible at this show. And uh, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't care how how high the security is. That's that's a uh, pretty sketchy. Um, doing a, I I just you know I know they 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 they're paying them a lot a lot a lot of money. <laughs> well, a lot I, more money, you know, yeah. yeah, they're paying them money out the out the butt. But I don't think that warrants you to send your employees into a war zone. I'm just saying, that's pretty pretty insane. If you were one of these wrestlers, I mean, what would you what what, do, what would you think about this, Ryan? Would you be a little fearful? I I would be. I mean, I would be very fearful. Um, but on the same hand, it is all voluntary. I'm pretty sure to go there. Oh, I, I think it's kind of like the whole uh, when they went to the tribute to the troops, which, again, they went to an active war zone in the middle of a war. So this isn't the first time WWE has gone to a place they uh, were had a, had a fear of danger. Um, I, I, look, I, I, if I was in this situation, I know WWE doesn't want to. I don't know. You know, it's Saudi Arabia. If you break a deal with Saudi Arabia, who knows what the fuck they're going to do to you? Yeah, they, um, you know they'll probably publicly assassinate uh, so Triple H. You know. I completely understand why they don't want to, you know, end the deal. Um, but Jesus Christ, I would be, uh, I'd be very fearful if I was a wrestler going over there. And uh, I just hope everything is okay. They get in and out of that as as quickly as possible. Yeah. Apparently, the show is going to happen, but. Uh, I would assume, I mean, if this does happen, like, let's say Iran does attack Saudi Arabia while there's a bunch of Americans over there. Uh, that's not going to sit well with America. And we're probably heading to a war. So we're going to get in a war over WWE. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have a wow. real Monday Night War. <laughs> that's insane. Um, All right. Well, well I hope now everything, we got that out of the way. We hope uh, everything let's, works out. So yeah, let's, let's talk about Monday Night Raw, Ryan. What did you think of this show? Um, this is a weird one. This was the Halloween edition, and we had some Halloween hijinks um, that happened on this show. Um, we had some funny stuff, some serious stuff. Um, overall, it was a it was a pretty good show. I thought they they built their matches towards Saudi Arabia the best they could. Um, yeah, Lashley and Lesnar did a really good job. Uh, and, and the mat, and you know they had some good matches as they always do. So overall, this was a this was a fun show, and it did a good job of building up to. This pay-per-view, no one really wants to watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the show's are off with Bianca Belair versus the returning Nikki Cross. Uh, new look, new theme, new attitude. Uh, what'd you think? I mean, Cross looked okay. Um, it looked okay. Uh, the crowd didn't react to her the way I was hoping they would. Yeah. Um, she was doing, like, some of her old stuff. I, I think the problem is, you know, Triple H is wanting to go back, you know, to the 
these characters the way they should have been booked this whole time. But the problem is they were booked this other way for so long. Yes, yes. That I'm pretty sure the fans have forgotten most of what these characters used to be. Yeah. So when she like did some of her stuff like trapping Bel Air in the apron, which should have been like, oh, it's back to old Nikki Cross and you know, but it was like silent. Yeah. Um it, it that's the one thing with Triple H's booking that I like and you like and the, the hardcore fans like because it's what we it's the NXT style and it's it's these gimmicks that were NXT, but the mainstream people, some of them either don't know these people, or yeah, like you said, they got booked by Vince for so long that they forgot what these people were actually like. And so it might take a little bit for them to catch on with the yeah. mass audience. Uh Bianca Belair does obviously um get the win here as she uh, gets hit with the KOD in the middle of the ring. After the match, damage control hit the ring to attack Belair, but then Asuka and Alexa Bliss make the save. And then and we Bliss, get a main event match. And Bliss basically uh it leads to uh them winning a tag team title match later tonight. So there you go. Uh then we had a Bobby Lashley and Lesnar. Uh it was supposed to be a split screen interview, but Lesnar is not, not there. Um, Lesnar ends up in the ring and he goes, I didn't come here to do a sit down interview. Um, I came here to fight and then Lashley comes out and they start the fight. And then the entire locker room plus security and everything broke apart, including triple H, uh, triple H says that if they attack each other, the match is off. Um, if they touch each other, then the the match is going to, uh, yeah, I I don't want to see. I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to see Triple H involved on TV too often. Yeah, because for one thing, I'm worried about his health. Yeah, and the second thing is we don't really need him as an authority figure. No. So I know I know he's probably got an adrenaline rush and he wants to be back. Just you know, but I would I would not do that if I was WWE. I would just. Uh, I would calm down with the whole authority figure thing because we haven't had one in a while, and I kind of like it. And I, I do really like. It. Go back. I like yeah, the I, I kind of like the off-air authority figure, where they just go. And this match was made official by yeah. the up, like the higher ups or the officials or whatever. I like that. We don't need an on-screen authority figure, except it, like in very rare occasions do you actually need it. And right now, I think we're good. We don't need authority figures in WWE at all. We're we're doing fine, um, and hopefully it stays that way. Yeah, I do like it. Uh, then we had Seth Rollins versus Austin Three, a very weird match between two supposed heels. Yeah, um, this. but uh, the fans were so into Rollins that he started to be like a face here. Not only that, he dyed his hair blonde again. Yeah, he looked insane. <laughs> and he and he started doing some of his old shit. With the flying knee, springboard flying knee, yeah. which he hasn't done in a long time. Which is like I said, like he started to go back to his uh, face era. Wrestling. Yeah, so I don't know what was up with this match. Uh, this was uh, a pretty good match. It was a good match, yeah. But um, The ending, uh, Theory was looking to hit a pedigree on Rollins. Rollins backdropped him and then hit him immediately with a stomp to get the win. So Theory got one win and now loses again. Yeah. Um, yeah, the fans are super into Rollins, and uh, yeah, I don't know what happened here. This was a weird, uh, weird thing. I don't know if he's a face 100% because he did still, I mean, he's suddenly still feuding with Ollie, so I don't know. This was weird. <laughs> this was very weird. 
Why is this match happening? I don't. I know we don't have the automatic rematch clause anymore. Did something happen last week between these two? I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's, I, I I thought I missed something, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Roman Reigns hits the ring and uh, starts talking about a bunch of stuff. And he says, he goes, fuck it. He basically says, I'm done being, you know, no one's going to knock me out. Um, and then uh, Miz comes out and just basically says, you know, no one knows Logan Paul better than me. I can help you out. And then Reigns hits him with a Superman punch. Yeah, knocks him out. So there you go. Weird, weird segment. I, this really whole match is based around a, a right hand. Yeah, it's all about can Logan Paul knock out Roman Reigns. Yeah, very weird. Uh, then we had Damian Priest versus Carl Anderson. This feud continues. Uh, they went one on one with Carl Anderson getting the win to gain the momentum heading into with, the pay per view with a Monday night backslide. Yeah, it was a roll up, but it was a different roll up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then after the bell, obviously, the Judgment Day rush in, and a big brawl breaks out, and then Ripley obviously gets involved again. And uh, so, again, they have to find a answer to Ripley. Still don't know who that's going to be. I got a feeling, because of their interaction on NXT when they had them all together, you know, all the people came back to NXT for that one show. I, I think Raquel Rodriguez is going to be the one. I mean, uh, if I'm looking at the current roster, she's the only one that makes sense that can handle Rhea Ripley. Yeah. She's the only bigger person, unless it's Beth coming back, which I don't think makes any sense at all. Maybe it'll be Nia Jax. There you go. Oh, fucking hell. I mean, if you want to take care of her for real, yeah, you bring in Nia Jax. Uh, then JBL uh, is out, and he introduced Baron Corbin. Uh, I I don't like Baron Corbin calling. I mean, I get it because it, it, he's a heel and it gets him uh, heel heat. But I do not like him calling himself the modern day wrestling god. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I don't think he's done enough to warrant that. <laughs> I mean, I know it's it's a heel thing to say. You're always wanting to be, you know, talk yourself up bigger than you are. But nobody but, believes it. Nobody buys that. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Truth comes out. He interrupts, and he's dressed as a cowboy with a stuffed horse. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Corbin just hits him with the end of days. So. Yeah, it was pretty lame. It was pretty lame. Uh, the Trick or Street fight, Otis and Matt Riddle, this is what you thought it was. They had pumpkins, and they had a bunch of stuff all over the place. Uh, mm-hmm. Matt Riddle was dressed as Ezekiel. And Otis and Chad Gable were dressed as the Chippendales from the Saturday Night Live sketch from the 90s. Because that's relevant. Yeah, they were. Yeah, that's a little dated. (laughs) A little bit. Uh, Yeah, Chippendale. I mean, they were, yeah. It's a movie from like, what, the 70s, 80s? Yeah, that sketch from, from that sketch was. What the nineties? The nineties? I mean, goddamn, that's thirty years ago. Yeah, that was a little, it was a little dated. It was still funny. It was. Uh, Chad Gable. Chad Gable is still doing some of the best work of his career, and Otis kind of went back to old Otis for a little bit in this match. Yeah, he did the worm. 
and he started yeah. to like shake and jive and jiggle. Maybe it's an evolution. Maybe. Um, uh, it's Triple H going back to what Otis was good at. Yeah. Um, and then Riddle ends up winning this thing with the RKO. Uh, at one point, Elias put a pumpkin on Otis's head for, and then he stumbled into the RKO. This was silly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's all I can say. Then we had the Miz and Mustafa Ali. Miz still reeling from getting his uh jaw knocked off by Roman Reigns earlier. Yeah, but uh, they decided you, this is not a normal Miz thing because usually if that happened, he would not want to wrestle again. Yeah. So this is kind of strange. But he wrestles and he got beat. Ali gets the win, standing tall. So it looks like they're pushing Ali to at least get a shot at Rollins at some point or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, what? Let's uh, talk about this weird segment with uh, the tell-all. Yes, yeah, so with uh, Johnny Gargano here, Ryan. It was like a yeah. episode of sixty minutes or something. It, yeah, uh, Byron Saxon was was the host, um, and then uh, they. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't even describe what the fuck this was. <laughs> this was. Yeah, Johnny Gargano uh, did a reenactment of what he thought happened between the Miz and 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 uh, uh, Loomis, yeah. and he played everybody. Yeah, <laughs> even Andy Hartwell. Yeah. So uh, well, apparently, he, uh, uh, he says that the Miz has been paying Loomis to attack him because he wants the. Once the, the 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 clout, he wants people talking about him and keeping. But but he said that it's gone too far and that Loomis really is attacking him now. So I don't understand. Yeah, he where, uh, where are he, they going with this, Ryan? He heard a recording, um, that Gargano took on his phone of Miz and Loomis, and basically Miz telling Loomis that he was a little tight with the sleeper hold, but he says this is working and the people are actually buying it. And then he said, "Let's try something new next Monday." He goes. I'll pay you half now and then the rest when we're done. Um, so, yeah. So, apparently, yeah, Miz is paying Loomis to d- d- stalk him for whatever reason. And, uh, yeah, I don't know where this is heading. Who's this helping? I don't know. Like, who's getting over? Because if, it, if it's true, then Loomis looks like a doofus. Because, I mean, he's not. He's just getting paid to fake stalk somebody. But then he took it too far, so he's kind of like the heel. And Miz is just – why would Miz do this? I This made no sense. Gargano was funny in this. Um, yeah. Other than that, this, I don't know where this is heading. I don't know what the point of any of this is. I don't know. <laughs> uh, then we had our main event, Asuka and Alexa Bliss versus Dakota Kai and Io Sky for the Raw or the Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, Pretty good tag team match. These, these four are – all great in the ring. So I didn't expect anything less than a good match. Uh, they went back and forth, but I did not expect this match to end the way it did. Um, I, I, I did. Uh, there was a moment where uh, Baylor and Bailey were on a platform and then Bailey hit a, a belly to belly from the platform through a table, uh, which was crazy. And then Oscar was in the ring with Kai and Sky. Um, uh, it ends up with Asuka hitting Sky with a move and then Bliss hitting Twisted Bliss. And then we had new women's champions. Asuka and Alexa Bliss are the new women's tag team champions. All right. 
Did not Boy, expect that laugh. at all. Me neither. So that almost tells me, and I'm going to maybe spoil one of my picks, but that almost tells me Bailey is winning a crown jewel. Could happen. Could happen. But I don't know. Interesting. I did not expect the tag title change on this show of all things. Uh, I mean, it was unexpected. I just I don't like the way the women's tag team titles are booked. It's just like they're just randomly there, and they don't really mean a whole lot. Well, I think it's also because you don't really have a whole lot of women's actual tag teams. Yeah. So they don't feel like I don't think they you know the bookers I don't think they feel like they have to have long reigns or anything because none of these teams are real teams. True. I think that's I think that's kind of their thought. Uh, let's go to NXT, Ryan. What a show! Yeah, we started out with all the champions in the ring, all the men's champions. Yeah, Braun Breaker um, uh, started the show off, then pretty deadly, interrupt him, and then Wesley interrupts them. Uh, for some reason, Braun and Wesley want the tag team titles too. Yeah. And they challenge him for the match. So that's that's what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, R-Truth came out again. He's all over this freaking show. Yeah, and then that led to, after the break, it was R-Truth and Grayson Waller. And um, oh my God. This match did not, uh, I don't know what happened here. Um, Truth did a dive to Truth, the outside. I'll tell you what happened. Truth is too old to be jumping over top rope. Yeah, he did a dive to the outside. Um, and then uh, he started clutching his knee. And then uh, the whole commercial break, they did picture in picture because I guess that was the plan. But all it was was Grayson Waller taunting Booker T the whole time. He did the spin of Rooney. Uh, they came back and it was stopped and Waller won. I hope it's yeah. not serious. I have not heard exactly what happened with Truth. Uh, the dude is 50 years old. Um, so it's probably about time to stop doing dives over the top rope. Uh, yeah. Even though he did find the Fountain of Youth. But uh, yeah, so we hope. I hope truth is okay. And then afterwards, Waller took the mic and just, uh, you know. Talked. On a side note, truth, uh, uh, Waller could have could have tried to catch him a little more. It was a weird dive. Waller, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened, really. I mean, yeah, he didn't. Well, Waller didn't catch him. and He didn't catch him, but truth hit his leg on the top rope, so he didn't make yeah. it all the way over. Yeah, so it was a bad dive, but then Waller also wasn't in position either. So yeah. it's kind of on both of them, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, then we had uh, Ava Rain and the uh, Schism, Schism, whatever they're called. <laughs> uh, that was a whole lot of nothing. All this was was them saying that people are wrong about them, and then Ava Rain and saying that you know she does, she's they're her. Fa- it's basically the same shit she said the last time. Yeah. So. I don't get uh, – are we going to actually see her wrestle soon, or is she still injured, or what? What's going on here? Oh, uh, She did mention that she needed to get injured, and basically um, Joe Gacy was the only one who called to check on her and saw her, which seems very, very uh, not true. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you mean to tell me The Rock's daughter had no friends? Uh, they yeah, she just said a whole bunch of stuff and all this, and then the ending. They said they are four, four roots, one tree. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh huh. Cool. Javier Barnell is backstage with Andres, Andres Novi, and Malik Blade outside of Hall of Famer Shawn Michaels' office. He said he had a match tonight. 
and he said he was supposed to meet him. And then uh, Odyssey Jones walks out and says, hey, I'm facing you tonight. So let me just say Shawn Michaels office. It looked like a fucking <laughs> it looked like a closet. It did. And the goddamn nameplate was the smallest nameplate I've ever seen for Shawn freaking Michaels. <laughs> He's like the Hall of Famer. He's the senior vice president of talent development. Like he's like he's running the, NXT and he's got the shittiest little office ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we get Odyssey Jones and Hobby the Body or whatever his name is. Anyway, so Odyssey Jones got himself in better shape. But this match sucked. This match did suck. There wasn't a lot that happened. They did nothing. But, uh, they they he just worked over Odyssey's leg. Yeah, this was nothing happened in this match. Odyssey Jones didn't do much at all. Uh, he won with like a sidewalk slam. Oh. I mean, yeah, they, they, not a lot happened in this match. Very boring. Uh, I'm glad Odyssey Jones is back, but he's gonna have to do a little bit more than that too. Uh, yeah, I mean the you know he the, the what did he win with? Just like a. Slam. It's a, it a boss man slam, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it was a boss man slam. Yeah. I mean, he looked okay, but yeah, he's gonna have to be show us a little more. Yeah. Uh, then we had Thea Hale and Kiana James before this match. Um, Thea Hale complained, basically saying something doesn't feel right. We see the, uh, the, uh, we see the flag, and she's like, "Who's gonna carry the flag?" And Duke Hudson burst through a wall like a Kool Aid man. <laughs> and he was like, I'll do it, sir. I, I got it. And so we had that match, the Hale and Kiana James. Uh this was eh. <laughs> they was, tried. Uh, Kiana James has gotten a little better. They I like her finisher. Um Thea Hale's still she's pretty good. She's uh, really young, so I mean Yeah. Uh but yeah, the apparently they're gonna have uh the some Friction already with yep. Duke Hudson and uh, Chase U. I, yeah, I didn't uh, expect it to happen that soon. Kiana uh, James did a very cool STO where she like ran and then like spun around her and hit an STO. Yeah, which is really cool. Uh, she pinned her. Duke put Hale's leg on the bottom rope and then Andre yelled. The referee was gonna kick him out, and then Andre Chase kicked him out instead, which was yeah. great. <laughs> he goes, "We don't do that around here. We don't cheat like that." And then. I thought it was going to lead to the Hale winning, but then the Hale just got up and got hit with Kiana James' finisher, and that was over. So I was like, well. And Booker T was just trashing Chase U the whole time. Yeah. Booker T is great, dude. He don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, and then we had uh, Talk to Attraction come out, and they talked forever about her being champion for a year. Mandy Rose cut a promo, which was okay, but my God, what happened? What happened to these three? Didn't they used to be okay on the mic? Because I feel like they've gotten a lot worse these last couple weeks. I think they've just gotten bored. Maybe. Uh, basically, Mandy says, you know, for so long I was just a Barbie doll. I, I was a centerfold. And then she's, she came here to NXT to rebuild herself. And it was the best thing I've ever done. And she says she's the greatest women's champion ever. No one's going to stop me. And then... uh. Alba Fire shows up, beats them all up, and basically says in two weeks she's going to take the title. <laughs> she put Dolan through a table. Yeah. Uh, and then, almost. And then she, I guess she's going to wrestle Jane next week, and then she's going to wrestle Mandy two weeks from now. So. All right. 
Cool. Then we had another scripts uh, promo. Uh, the dude called in again and basically said a bunch of shit's going to happen. Yeah. What is this? Is this another I retro? Have... It seems like another retribution. I don't know. I, uh, you got this going on and you got Dijakovic yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And they're both basically the same kind of thing. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know why they're doing that. Uh, then we had Andy Hartwell and Zoe Stark. This happened because earlier in the night, Zoe Stark was in the locker room bitching, and Andy Hartwell bitched back, and then they made a match. Yep. Uh, Not a bad match. No, it was pretty good. Uh, probably Indy's best match since the 2.0 era started. Um, uh, yeah. Starks hit a pretty cool flip over the ropes. Uh, yeah, she did. Uh, it led to, um, Starks was going to like put her through the table. Um, and then in Nikita Lyons, like told her not to, and, uh, she rolled back. She, she said the rolled Indy into the ring. Uh, Indy then hit her with the big boot and hit her with her sliding elbow thing. Uh, that, that was lame. Her finisher sucks. Well, it was really lame because she already basically knocked her out with the boot, and then she, well, when she went to hit it, there was no setup. She just well, slid in there, hit her real the quick. The thing was, in the backstage promo they had like earlier, Indy Hartwell said, "I'm going to kick you, and I'm going to kick your face off, or whatever." And she did. So should that have been the finish? <laughs> you would think. <laughs> so anyway, I'm guessing Indy this won. is leading to Starks turning on. Uh, Turning on uh, Lions, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Donovan Dijakovic's new name is going to be Donovan Dijak, by the way. Well, that's great. That's what it was before. It's not Dominic Dijakovic. It's Donovan Dijak, which I think Donovan Dijak. Wasn't that his indie name? Yes. So what the fuck? Now we're just going backwards beyond NXT. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then we had Valentina Faraz versus Cora Jade. This was a weird match. Perot's got it a lot was. of offense in. Yeah, the yeah the chick that was that I had no idea who she was got way too much offense in. Uh, but yeah, Cora Jade picks up the win with a DDT. She needs a new finisher. Why do every woman that turns <laughs> heel just start doing DDTs? I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, I mean, had... it was a good it was a good DDT, oh, a, but yeah. But damn! Uh, after That's the match, uh, Jade oh. is uh, gonna hit um, Perez with the kendo stick. But then Wendy Chu, of all people, makes a save. Yeah, what uh, happened to Roxy? I guess they're done. Yeah. The beater is over. Now Wendy okay. Chu's gonna feud with her for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, then Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stacks Linda were talking backstage, um, and I guess. Stax is wrestling Hank Walker next week. I still think that's the dumbest name a wrestler could have. It's the most basic name of all time. <laughs> um, but then uh, Electro Lopez walks in. Um, and then, uh, so, she, they said a bunch of shit. So, she was under employee of Tony D'Angelo. And so it was all of Legado del Fantasma. Yeah. Legado del Fantasma, they all leave. Three of them go to NXT to go to SmackDown. She stays in NXT, but she's no longer employed by Tony D'Angelo now. So she can just get out of the contract at any time. 
Because she said it's good to be her own boss and she's on her own. And Tony's like, yeah, I know something about that. And it's like, wait, you were what? You're just letting her go? This was yeah, weird. That was weird. We also had a backstage segment with uh, Veer and and uh, what's that guy's name? Yeah, Veer and uh, Songa. Songa. Uh, Songa was talking to one of the two chicks that he used to talk yeah, to. Yeah, it was this on. chick. It was Valentina Feroz. Yeah, he was he was talking to her. What happened? What was the other one's name? Um, Luisa Leon. Oh, okay. She's the uh, whatever. Yeah, so they uh, they were talking. I guess she's like trying to ask him why he's doing the things he's doing, and then Veer shows up and basically, yeah, you know intimidates him it looks like and then she also said are you going to be in my corner and then basically veer walks in says something and he goes no i can't i very very interesting then our main event the world tag or the nxt tag team championships wesley and braun breaker versus pretty deadly why i don't know just having a match with everybody in it i guess um a good match very good match uh pretty deadly are my favorite thing in wrestling by the way i Love Pretty Deadly. Everything they do cracks me up, and it's just I love everything they do. I'm a pretty dead yes boy. Um, very good match. Um, and then uh, Carmelo Hayes runs in. Um, he shoves Lee off the top rope, and then uh, Wilson rolls up Lee for the win. And then uh, after the match, Pretty Deadly uh, celebrating. Hayes is then talking trash from ringside. Lee runs, weeps out of the ring, attacks Hayes. Braun's in the ring by himself. Um, Von Wagner hits a boot. Cool. And then Apollo Crews is watching. J.D. McDonough walks up. What the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah. So, Vaughn wants the title shot. Apollo wants the title shot. J.D. McDonough wants Apollo shot. a title shot. Everyone wants a title shot. Yeah. But it looks like Vaughn might be getting it first. Yeah, and the only thing that bums me out about this about this whole thing, where's Tyler Bate? Is he just gone now because he lost and he lost the UK They're all just so going to go back to Europe. That sucks. He shows up for two weeks, loses his title match, and then done. Cause, uh, that sucks. Because Blair Davenport hasn't been back either. Yeah. So I assume or, they're all just going to end up going back to uh, Europe. So they're just because I think that's probably why they wrote off uh, uh, Ilya. Yeah, they wrote him off. They also, you know, we haven't seen uh, we haven't seen the Irish guys in a while. Gallus. Yeah, Gallus. Which makes so here's the thing. They did all this, right? They did these unification matches. Couldn't you have realized if they're all going to end up of all these people like if Tyler Bate and Gallus and uh, all these people are going to end up in NXT Europe anyway, couldn't have you just changed the titles and gave, kept the same champions? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Why didn't you just like, like just slowly rename it NXT Europe and not yeah, go through you, all this stuff? You could have just change the name and say we were changing the titles but since they didn't lose them they're still champions it doesn't make sense to me to do all this and then just send well, them all back to Europe 
I that's one of the things I don't understand about what they're doing right now. But uh yeah, this was uh NXT is in a weird place, man. It's they're trying to go back to the way they were, but they don't have the talent they used to have. And right. so until they unless they start hiring some more in, independent people again, uh we're gonna be stuck in this limbo for a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of kind of sucks. And like I always say, like I've been saying the last probably seven or eight podcasts that we've done, you know, Triple H just keeps waiting on that. I, I feel like he's just waiting on that draft. That's probably not going to happen until after WrestleMania. Uh, so we got yeah. – that, that's a long time to wait, man. Yeah. So, well, then maybe Braun will lose the title. He'll show up at the Rumble and then be main roster. That's what happened to Bo Dallas. Oh wow, that's that's going back a ways, Ryan. Well, I know. Uh, speaking of the Rumble, real quick before we can get off of this thing, it's being re- it's being rumored that WWE might be leaning towards doing forty man and forty women rumbles from here on out. I under I think a forty man rumble is doable. Forty women may be overdoing it. Right. I think you keep the women at thirty. You do the men at forty. The women get two-minute intervals, and the men get 90 seconds. I think that sounds pretty good. I think, honestly, they could do a 60. They had the amount of tech people and the amount of legends and NXT people to do 60, yeah. Um, but if you do 40, you know, you're looking at 15 from Raw, 15 from SmackDown, 5 from NXT, 5 legends or debuts or whatever. I mean, that would work for me. But yeah. I, hope, I hope that happens, honestly, because – you have so many, so much talent on this roster now that only doing thirty seems kind of stupid. I I agree. I and hope the, they. I enjoyed the last four, the forty-one they did. I thought it was. If, and you know, I I I feel like if you're gonna, I feel like you know they did that greatest Royal Rumble, which was you know in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> and it was fifty. So, and it didn't seem like it was that long. No, it kind of flew by because it did like nine, 60 second intervals. So, so. I, I, I'm telling you, man, you could have a bunch of legends come back. You could have. You could have independent free agents in it, you know, all kinds of shit. You could have some forbidden door stuff. Yeah, because that's the thing that sucks when they want to do 30 is they want to have all these surprise entrants, and then it just takes away from other people. If you do yeah. 40, 50, whatever, at least gets most of the big-name guys in the in the match, and you still have room to do your surprises. Right. So I hope that happens. I know the Rumble's only, it's only a few months away, so we'll see. I'm sure we'll get an official announcement before too long. I'm not- um, also rumored is that money in the bank might be going away as a pay-per-view and uh, they might go back to having it on Mania which I like I, uh, I I like that I don't know how soon that's going to happen but if it happens this year that means Siri is losing his briefcase I, before then if that happens this year I think that plays into their booking of Theory because there is a theory about Theory uh, saying that they might want to do a thing that they've never done with Money in the Bank, and that is he's running out of time to cash in. 
And so he's scrambling to cash in and he might, may like try to cash in on the U S champ may try to cash in on somebody else. And he's trying to find somebody to cash in before the time runs out. So if they do that, I could see that happen at mania. That'd be a good storyline to happen throughout mania. Every match he runs out every title match. He's just running out. Yeah. Yeah. He's like running out and he keeps, keeps getting uh, foiled every time. And then, and then eventually he cashes in on somebody. Yeah. But yeah, I think that'd be cool. And that uh, cool. They, they maybe they're wanting to speed that up and maybe it'll happen at Mania. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting. I think Triple H has some good ideas in play here. We'll just have to wait for them to all come to fruition. And and uh, with money in the bank being gone, that means King of the Ring could come back in its place. You know, the, uh, reportedly, uh, Queen of the Ring might happen as well as its own separate thing too. Uh, Interesting. So there are rumors that people in WWE are assuming or expecting or at least or thinking that Triple H is going to do another all-women's pay-per-view. And uh, a lot of people are thinking it could be a queen of the ring. So, All right. Could be cool. I, I, I'm all for I'm all for king of the ring coming back, and I'm all for having the women get their own pay-per-view again, and I'm all for all of this we've just mentioned. So all sounds great to me. <laughs> Yes. All right. So that's going to wrap this up. Uh, tune in on Saturday morning as we do our predictions for Battle Autumn and uh, Crown Jewel, if it happens. Uh, plus, we'll be doing our review of AEW Dynamite and Impact Wrestling. And uh, then also any video game news that happens between now and then. So thank you for listening. As always, you can check us out on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, or YouTube at SabryENT. That is S-A-B-R-Y-E-N-T. You can hit us up, follow us, whatever, for all new information regarding the podcast, YouTube videos, and whatever. Uh, He is Nathan. I am Ryan. We do appreciate you all checking this out, spending some about an hour of your time with us today. Uh, As always, you know, you do the things use the hashtags use the follows all that fun stuff thank you for listening as always we're here to remind you we're here to remind you to always hit your spots and set your score <laughs> later <laughs>